This podcast is recorded on the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. The country we now call Australia was built on the stolen lands of hundreds of unique Indigenous nations, and we recognise that as white women, we continue to partake in and benefit from the act of colonisation. We pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging. Welcome to Books Welcome. 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 Welcome to Books Love. Was that your sexy voice? Welcome to Bookslut, a podcast bringing erotica out of the gutter and into a snobbier gutter. Hi, my name is Abby. And I'm Sam. It should go without saying that this podcast is not safe for work, so put your headphones in. So we are doing a bonus episode from afar for the first time ever. Did you... Did you go quiet then on purpose or did you, or was that just like our internet? No, that was just our internet. <laughs> well, this is going to be a fun little roller coaster, I think. Um, I'm really excited about talking about this, this topic today. It's so... It's so topical. Fuck, <laughs> um, I don't even know how to introduce it. So coronavirus, the... It's a thing. Yeah, coronavirus it is, is, a, a thing. is a thing. It is a thing. It's obviously impacting everyone in lots of different ways, including us trying to do a podcast. <laughs> so there's been a couple of like news articles floating around um, about like the surge in romance books and erotica and things like that, um, which is what we're going to talk about today. Have you read those articles? Um, I think the main one, like the one that it started off was the Guardian article, right? like why lockdown erotica is the hottest trend in publishing I think that's the one that I saw getting like shared around a lot so that's kind of where I started was looking at not just like people reading more erotica but actually people reading lockdown specific erotica um yeah it's like kind of like two separate things to talk about today is like people reading romance and erotica while in lockdown and then like the people reading coronavirus themed things. Yeah. It's kind of its own. Yeah. And I think it comes into like a, a, an even broader thing. So there's, I read this article that was just a, a woman who um, is an author and, and a, a literature like professor. She was talking about um, reading like fairy tales and why people read fairy tales and, and reading in the pandemic and how there are people who are like going the complete escapist route. And then there are other people who are reading about the pan about pandemics essentially. And um, she has, she had this quote that said like, um, the question is if you are well and at home and have enough to eat and can concentrate on a book, do you read toward or away from your fear? Oh, interesting. <laughs> I, I do think something like, really fascinating about looking at um yeah like assuming obviously that you've got all your other needs met like what people's reading habits or watching habits sort of 
says about them. Like I find it really fascinating at the moment, like what I myself am reading and watching during like, obviously like anxieties are higher and stresses are higher. Boredom is higher. I've been reading a lot more like sci-fi rereading things that, so I already know the ending and watching a lot of like trash, which I think is pretty common. So like, I wonder if that's like a similar thing, like maybe it's not like romance fiction. I think it's also just like, like going back to kind of what you're saying with rereading, like, and I'm definitely not a reading toward my fear you know like I would read I read things I've gone into fantasy I think because it's like so escapist and it's so outside of like my day-to-day life now but I think the interesting thing about erotica is that it's both right you have like reading away from your fear with erotica and romance but also reading towards your fear with the influx of like COVID-19 themed erotica and porn and all of this stuff um also just uh like as a little side note on the side note (laughs) this um this article also said that um the plague which was written in 1947 is um topping bestseller charts again in france really so it's like jumped back up now because people have started buying it I, I'm the same as you. Like I'm reading and watching away from it. Like you could not pay me to watch Contagion right now, and I certainly am not like interested in reading things that are about disease or about anything like that. Um, but I find it kind of like morbid and fascinating that there are so many people out there that are like, "Oh, now's a good time to revisit the plague." <laughs> <laughs> I think one of the things that was interesting to that I read in the in the Guardian article that I thought was a really good point actually was um the author was saying you know all of this erotica has kind of cropped up that's about COVID and about coronavirus but it's like well you can't write erotica traditional erotica at the moment because it's not true like there's no opportunity for anyone to have like a meet cute or to like, you know, bump into each other on the street or anything. It would literally just be an entire suite of erotica about people like fucking their housemates because they're bored and horny, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Which I mean... Well, I mean, yeah. But also, like, I get wanting to write stuff that's topical and read stuff that's topical, but I don't really get the need to read uh, erotic fiction that's like, oh, I can relate to it so much to the point that it's right now like I, I would happily read erotica where people are having a meet cute and like fucking in the jungle or whatever <laughs> yeah I wonder if it's different to read it as it is to to write it right like these are all the eroticas that are coming up now my I still think my favorite title is um COVID-69 <laughs> <laughs> yeah well I did a, a little search because something that I was like fascinated by this topic was like, okay, well, there's a spike happening, but is there also just a spike happening in books in general? Or is it, like, specific to romance? Um, so, like, because, like, if, if it's in general, like, people are just reading more because they're, they're bored and have time or whatever. Um, but if it's more specific than that, then that, that says something more interesting. Um, really hard to come across those stats, obviously. But I did have a look... Um, I got onto Google Trends and I had a look at like the 
comparatively, like you can compare between searches for like romance books, erotic books, crime books, and things like that. And you can see the spike. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I got, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and romance has peaked much more than all the other categories I looked for. I mean, and that doesn't necessarily say that sales, like it's, you're, you're sort of just making an educated guess from there, but you could assume that if, if the search for romance books is spiking. Then the sales would be spiking. You would assume as much. But I also just like typed into Google um, book sales coronavirus and the first one that popped up was like book sales surging amongst coronavirus and then the very next result was book sales plunging because of coronavirus. (laughs) (laughs) The fuck? (laughs) So it's pretty like, it's also so, so new and like it's only been what a couple of months tops depending on where you live yeah i have um i have some porn hub stats i don't know if you ended up there as well but they're doing like they're releasing their they've got like a the coronavirus yeah yeah but they're because it's like it's a marketing category for them like they've released they do these mass wherever there's a um like whenever there's an outbreak and people are going into isolation, they do these mass advertising campaigns of offering free Pornhub premium. I hate it. I know. Pornhub is disgusting. Um, so yeah, so they're doing like free Pornhub premium ads and they're targeting it to countries that are in isolation. Yeah. Um, I did. And I also, I came across, which I really, I love it whenever I find, because I'm not, super on the internet you know like the internet is a tool for me it's not a thing that I do for fun but I always really love it whenever I come across the rules like the rules of the internet the one of you know it takes like five comments before someone mentions Hitler those kind of things have you seen those no and I am on the internet more than you so (laughs) no yeah, so they have this, it's, I, I came across it because of the Hitler one. It's like in every internet argument, there's only so many like comments before someone mentions Hitler. And um, it's like, I can't remember what rule it is, but I found like rule 34 of the internet. If something exists, there is porn of it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I agree. <laughs> and they're like, the, the rules are, the rules are quite good, but um, they, <laughs> They had, so I got this thing saying that like worldwide traffic to Pornhub has had a peak increase um, on March 25th. Yeah. And it was 24.4% increase. Um, Which is huge. Like their daily traffic is like over 120 million. Like the 24.4% increase is massive. Yeah. And, and when I looked at like the actual breakdown of the stats, um, consistently more women than men really so I think it's probably just because like less women were on Pornhub to begin with and now there so there's like more women for them to (laughs) get I guess yeah and then specifically it said um and this was updated uh 2nd of April and it said to date there's been more than 15 million searches containing Corona or COVID more than 1000 coronavirus themed videos have been uploaded to Pornhub Pornhub with many being viewed over 1 million times. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I, I just find it fascinating. And 
I ended up on Pornhub. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I'm curious. I'm curious what that means. And so, <laughs> and so I ended up on Pornhub and I typed in Corona and I typed in COVID to see what the things that popped up. Do you want to know some of the titles? Uh, absolutely, I do. <laughs> I mean, they're not like prepared to be concerned. Um, well, I mean, they're never funny anymore because they're just search titles. Like they're just search terms these days. Or keywords. They're not getting paid to make their like films and be like a cockwork orange, like in the good old days. Exactly. Oh, bring back the good old days. <laughs> um, okay. So here are some titles. Um, Hot babe gets caught trying to leave the coronavirus quarantine area. And so that one had like a little like, cause they all have thumbnails, which you can like hover over to see what like little preview. Yeah. Don't lie to us, Sam. You watch them all. No, I only watched <laughs> two in the end. <laughs> And I felt guilty doing it. I hate Pornhub, like, for, you know, ethical reasons. Um, anyway, that one like, caught my eye because it had this guy in, like, full, like, army sort of camo get up and, like, a full face mask. And he's, like, penetrating this woman over this army-looking truck. And I was like, oh, nah. Oh, nah. <laughs> I can just imagine the dialogue being, like, you're a bad girl. You should be at home. Like, nah, I can't. um but then it got worse after that good i was waiting for it to get worse uh so hot nurse fights corona striptease and then sexy chinese nurse takes care of coronavirus patient point of view sex Mm -hmm. point of view sex i mean i as far as porn goes it's not my favorite (laughs) point of view (laughs) and it's it really just reminds me of the Blair Witch Project. That, I mean, for some, maybe that works. I don't know. It just feels like it's like someone with a camcorder. Anyway, that's beside the point. But I just, I don't, I don't enjoy it. There did seem to be a lot more like amateur porn being uploaded, which makes sense. Like if you're stuck at home, what else are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> and then most concerningly was one called Pussy Fucked by Corona Bottle. And the visual of that, I will leave you to imagine. I did not watch it. I was like, I can't. Sorry. What is a Corona bottle? A beer bottle. Oh, like Corona the beer. (laughs) I was like, is it it just a bottle that someone has like coughed on? (laughs) Oh, I completely forgot. You know how when, when coronavirus started, it was like, I couldn't hear it without thinking of the beer and now I've completely forgotten that there is a beer called Corona and to me it's all just the virus yeah and then I watched one um that I thought was pretty funny actually um and it was kind of like it was a bit spoofy which I liked it was very lo-fi and essentially this woman comes home um they're in like evidently in like a dom sub kind of relationship she's got she's wearing like a collar and she calls him daddy and whatnot and she comes home and he's wearing a mask and then he's like lecturing her about like the importance of um you know like health safety and like washing her hands and things like that and I kind of loved it because it was like they they went into like quite a bit of detail (laughs) It's like, it's community education, masters porn. I'm into it. Exactly. It was pretty funny. And then like, she's like, oh, it's just a flu. And then he's like, oh, it's not just a flu and goes on and on. And then he's, and then she's like, oh, fuck me, daddy. And then um, 
he's he's like, okay, but we have to use protection, and I'm not talking about condoms. And then he pulls out a face mask. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you know, it's not. I mean, the actual sex. I like skipped ahead to the actual sex, and it was boring porn. But um, <laughs> I mean, what were you expecting it to be like? Some sort of like plague esque, like I don't know, but like I want once it once they stopped with the the funnies, I was out. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Yeah, but I mean, like, so Pornhub's not the only thing that's spiking. Like, sex toys sales are spiking. Yeah, I said I was reading this other article on Vox that said, um, like, researchers in this initial stages, researchers have found that the number of people engaging in sexual behavior online has increased. But they've also found that the number of people who have completely disengaged from sexual behaviors has also increased. In this article, it was talking about a theory called terror management theory, which is essentially saying that like when we face the prospect of our own mortality, it leads us to cope or leads us to change our attitudes and behaviors in a way that's designed to cope with the threat. Mm -hmm. And for some people, that means they become incredibly horny. And for other people, it means that they become entirely disengaged. Seems like people either swing pretty one hard one way or the other it doesn't seem like there are many people who are like yeah about the same yeah yeah and it's it's an interesting thing for people who being single during corona it's like I don't really enjoy sexting for instance with strangers yeah. it's not something that I would just kind of do and I also don't think I would really again with strangers be into video sex or that kind of stuff so for me it's like oh it's just easier to kind of opt out Mm. and be like you know chat and and whatever but nothing's really going to happen until you meet someone face to face but it's an interesting kind of area to be in where it's like I would like to have sex with people and often really want to have sex with people but physically can't and don't really find the same satisfaction out of the online options available. Yeah. So I'm definitely, definitely one of the people who have like succumbed to spending a lot of my paycheck on a range, a suite of sex toys. <laughs> I love that. That's, I mean, well, I guess that like, that doesn't mean, so your horniness hasn't necessarily gone down. It's just that like you're, way of expressing it has changed yeah yeah absolutely and I think one of the other things is is like I mean I've also always wanted to be one of those women who's like hello welcome to my bedroom here is the choice of things you you will be one of those women once they arrive very (laughs) excited and you know what my first thought after placing the order was like 
this probably isn't all gonna fit in my in my bedside table so I might need to like get a box or something I don't know like how do people store their sex toys well you know what I've seen that I really like you know how you can have those like wall hanging things that people put like like shoes (laughs) but instead each one has each little sex toy has its own little pouch on the wall Um, I mean, look, I'm, I'm relatively open about it. I mean, we're doing a podcast about it, but I just, I don't know if I want to turn it into like a wall hanging for when people turn up. I mean, I, so I have a, I have like a, um, a little tiny bookshelf in my room, which is not yet full of books. And on the top two shelves, they're just kind of like propped up like a little shrine. (laughs) I was going to say, you have a boyfriend. (laughs) I mean it's one of those things you know I always think about when people say oh you know it's a good litmus test for you know the people that you want in your life and I'm always like yeah cool I mean obviously like having hairy pits and all of that yeah sure litmus test but like if I've got someone coming back to my room I don't really want them to stumble at that point. Like I've probably already vetted them to the extent that I want to. Yeah. It's also just like, like if I came back to someone's house and they had like laid out a row of like condoms and lubes and things, I'd be like, whoa. (laughs) But like, you never know. Like it just puts a layer of pressure on that maybe you don't need. No. I mean, wouldn't it be interesting if you turned up to a room and it was like a shelf just inside the door that had a selection? You just pick one and kind of keep on going into the room. I mean, maybe, maybe I'm into it. I don't know. I'd maybe I'd be like, a lot of organized this is. yeah I think I think that's the difference if it was just if it was a mess I'd be like come on dude get your life together but if it was like nicely presented then I would probably be a little impressed by it we are very off topic (laughs) um so I guess like the thing that struck me reading these articles so like there were I think there were three or so articles that I could find about this um And one of them that struck me, I don't know, like, actually, like, I guess the overarching, like, sense I got from them, like, some of them would point out this whole thing that, like, romance often gets um, dismissed and overlooked and kind of, like, judged. And there's been, like, a little bit of commentary about, like, there being this anxiety around what women read, um, which we have spoken about at length in other episodes which I thought was interesting for it to come up. But then there was still like this sense reading these articles that it was, they were still kind of like ridiculing the genre a little bit while at the same time being like, Oh, isn't this interesting? People are reading things with like happy endings and whatnot. Ha ha ha. That's so dumb. <laughs> um, that's not but like, that was the kind of vibe mm-hmm. I got from it. And I was just kind of like, that's a bit shit. Like, I think that it's just, I think it's a really fascinating glimpse into how people are handling things and I think it deserves a bit more attention and they also like like what what are men reading in, in this pandemic like are they reading fucking like manly crime novels and shit because they all have happy endings as well I mean a lot of people die but like the bad guy gets caught in the end you know action films 
they also have happy endings, you know, like, like it's not just because women maybe value interpersonal relationship more than they value some like douchebag detective getting their man (laughs) in a non-sexy way. (laughs) I kind of understand the romance and the erotica stuff more because like, like I was saying, like we're, we're suddenly deprived of human to human contact so reading about it kind of makes sense to me to like, you know, like to, to fill that, that gap a little bit. Yeah, I think it totally makes sense. I think like the romance thing is like you want to be comforted and it's, it's a comforting genre. And then the erotica thing is like you also want to be fucked and you can't. So it's a genre that can like help you envisage that like and be like for a while like oh maybe I can imagine myself feeling another person's penis or vagina or just feeling another person's body just their naked body you know (laughs) yeah Yeah. so I read (laughs) I went back to an old favorite um Chuck Tingle um, and I read two Chuck Tingle books. Um, Did you read the physical manifestation of washing my hands one? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I read, the first one I read was not pounded by anything while I practice responsible social distancing. Um, right on, Chuck. <laughs> yeah. Like, shout out to, to Tingle for, for um, getting onto it super quickly. Um, and that was like, not the most thrilling read. It was essentially a story of, um, a character socially distancing and having to cancel all these dates. Um, but there was a line in it that I just really loved and wanted to share with you. (laughs) So like his date rocks up and he doesn't answer the door. He like goes out onto the balcony or whatever. And they're like, he's like, Oh, you ready to go? And then, and then the, the like protagonist is like, Oh, I know we were going to pound each other tonight, but right now I can't be pounded. I'm socially distancing. <laughs> and I, I feel that so deep in my soul. And I was just like that, you know, just like pop that on the Hinge profile or whatever. It's very funny. Um, <laughs> um, and, then, and then I read the physical manifestation of washing my hands gets me off. Um, which is the tale of a woman named Kara and she's really terrible at washing her hands and she just keeps getting sick and her friends are like, fuck, Kara, get it together, wash your hands. <laughs> I feel personally attacked by that content. I was also, coronavirus has made me realise I was also really bad at washing my hands. I think we've all learnt a valuable lesson on hand washing technique. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Jill, Kara's friend, is like, you know, there is one way that you can not forget about washing your hands. Have you ever seen the sentient physical manifestation of washing your hands? She's hard to forget. And then Kara's like, no. (laughs) Intrigued. Um, How has this other woman (laughs) seen that physical manifestation? Like, what? How? Like, do you say like there's like Candyman three times in the mirror? Like, how do you see the physical manifestation? Candyman. 
Isn't it Bloody Mary? Oh, it's both. Oh. Candyman is like a, it's a Clive Barker story and he has bees and shit. Uh, oh. But yes, also, also Bloody Mary. I did see a funny meme the other day um, where it was like, I'm thinking about saying Bloody Mary into, into the mirror three times just for someone to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I've never done it. I'm like, I know it's ridiculous, but like, I've never done it. I don't think I've ever said it. Like, why tempt fate? <laughs> like, wh- like you know. Okay, so yeah, nothing's gonna happen. Like, ninety nine percent chance of like. I'm sorry. It's why I'm agnostic. Like, sure, maybe I mostly don't believe God exists. But maybe he does, and I don't want to piss anybody off if it's going to, like, affect my life later and or end up with me murdered. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like if you do it and you're wrong, like, what have you... Well done. Like, what have you proved? You proved yourself wrong and you're dead. Like, no. Exactly. And and dead in, like, a horrific way. Like, I don't know. It just doesn't seem worth the risk to me. Like, I'll... I never, I never really cared if people thought I was brave. I'm fine. Yeah, I, nah. <laughs> um, okay, so Kara goes to like wash her hands properly, and then she meets the physical manifestation of washing your hands, whose name is Barlow. Hello. Sorry, you broke up there. Barlow. Barlow. <laughs> Baram you. <laughs> um. <laughs> Um, and like, there's a bit of like plot, a bit of plot, yes. yada, yada, yada. Long story short, they end up fucking eventually. So like, when you think about the physical manifestation of washing your hands, it's literally like two hands, like floating in like soapy water. Like that's what you're picturing. Uh, I was, I was picturing a, uh, I was picturing like a, a hot woman just like constantly washing her hands. I don't know that's maybe that would be easier to have sex with than like massive <laughs> but that would not be a chuck tingle novel <laughs> how do how does like i understand how the hands have sex with you but how do you have sex with the hands well the hands have a vagina in like the middle of the palm as it turns out in both palms well also like that's where i pictured the face to be so i don't know <laughs> Um, anyway, <laughs> are we like back in sync now? It went weird for a I second. Think so, yeah. Okay. So Kara starts to like, starts to fool around with Barlow. And then she's like, I drop down to my knees before the beautiful physical manifestation of washing my wait, hands. Wait, wait, wait. Are the hands the size of a human? Or are they just normal human sized hands? I feel like if... If she's dropping down to her knees, they would have to be large hands, right? Because like, They were sort of doing this on top of a hospital bed, so hard to tell. Right. Okay. Okay. Got it. I needed that context for, to, to picture this in my mind. Um, but at one point, Barlow is like fingering Kara and they... Kara does make a comment that the finger is like really big. So I imagine it's bigger than a regular hand. Maybe. Yeah, but it couldn't be like a human sized hand because that finger would like be like a a leg. (laughs) I mean, look, 
each to their own. Not for me. Um, <laughs> I mean, each to their own, but within the boundaries of um, like physical. Although, I mean, I don't know. Could you get a leg inside your vagina? Is a leg bigger than a baby? Don't make Google it. I can't. I can't have that in my search history. <laughs> if anything, Chuck Tingle just makes me very confused about his logistics. But <laughs> I mean, yeah. Anyway, um, I need. I need to have a pause. Okay. I need to pee. We are okay. Um, I just walked past the mirror and caught a glimpse of myself in the shadows and fucking shat myself. Like, (laughs) I am such a child. (laughs) Bloody Mary, bloody Mary. (laughs) No! (laughs) Okay. Let me get through this story. It's not long. (laughs) So... I dropped down to my knees before the beautiful physical manifestation of washing my hands. I gaze up at her with a flirtatious, knowing look and then dive in, gently dragging my tongue across her clip. And then so Barlow comes and then Barlow goes down on Kara. Does she come soapy water? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That is... Such impo- like we know that um what was his name Tempo Pini came peanut butter what does Barlow come <laughs> we want to know we, the people need to know like I mean because like what else are your options like although I guess actually that doesn't make sense because your vagina is also in your body like so I guess she could just like come normal come because she's got a vagina anyway carry on. <laughs> I kind of hope it's soapy water, though, and then you, like, wash your hands afterwards. (laughs) So then Barlow goes down on Kara. Soon enough, I end up sitting on the edge of the cot with my legs spread wide, fully exposed to the ravenous living concept. Immediately, Barlow gets to work. Blah, 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 blah. I'm so close, I groan. Barlow stops for just a moment, long enough to gaze up to me tenderly. You know how long it takes, she says with a smile. (laughs) I consider singing happy birthday as she works my clip, (laughs) but finally decide on another method of tracking time. And like, so she ends up just like um, reading out like a really, really long Chuck Tingle novel title. (laughs) (laughs) That's so meta. Um, and I just fucking loved that they, they referenced like the time. It's just gold. Um, and then, so she comes and then Barlow goes to leave. And then Kara's like, oh, do you have to go? I really don't want you to leave. And then Barlow turns around and is like, that's sweet. But washing your hands is something that everyone should be able to enjoy. And then leave. <laughs> She is an independent physical manifestation and you need to just back off with your knees. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that was a was a delight, really. And I had lots of, like, handy, you know. So, really, I think we're getting to the point here that 
we're pro COVID erotica and porn so long as it includes some level of community education. <laughs> yeah, that feels like where we've landed. Um, yeah. So I've got, um, unless you have anything particular you would like to finish on, I have a quote from from one of the articles I was reading that was essentially about the porn boom during coronavirus. And um, the kind of final line of it says, after all, if an uncontrollable force is going to end life on earth as you know it, you might as well go out getting off to it. (laughs) I can't fault them on that, you know? It's beautiful. I think, you know, could not have said it better myself. (laughs) So all all of the perverts out there, go out, Google your coronavirus porn and have a good time. The safest sexual partner you can have is yourself. And if you need a bit of like inspiration to get there, that's, that's fine. Also wash your sex toys. Yeah. Wash your sex toys, wash your hands, stay at home. Well, and, and, and get off if you want to, you know. <laughs> mm, books love.